Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good evening and good night. Welcome to the show. One up is life. One up is life. And what do you got going on there? Yo, this is this Biggie record they put out on Biggie's birthday. Oh yeah, I saw that. I actually didn't. I don't hate this. You might hate it. I don't know if you'll like it or hate it. Let's see. Ew. Single. I don't know. I it's weird, but like it's this I think they sort of managed to pull a very white right now Afrobeat feeling record yeah. it's actually not bad to me though i mean i always said um like a lot of people take big acapellas and make other versions of things but they always take the hits i'm like every verse big had was a hit maybe it wasn't a hit on the album but the verses were always fire take album cuts and make new songs because that's the song with um with jay-z that's right i love the dub. That, that um for the Jay-Z Biggie collabos, the least of the favorites. Yeah. Um, that that one is a weird that's sometimes a skipper on the album, and sometimes you play it and like, oh, this is kind of dope. On, Unlike on Brooklyn Friday, Finest, I rock to it. Is, yeah. Like Brooklyn's finest is always uh, Brooklyn fire. Finest is always. Friday, when I was in the mood to celebrate Biggie, though, Sife, I played Life After Death beginning to end. Yeah. I have to tell you, I don't know if of any of the albums that are classics that are, are already considered classic, I don't know if anyone has aged better with me than Life After Death. Like, I like the song, the songs that I did not like the first time around and second time around, I now like also. Yeah. Like, there were a bunch of songs that I really would have been like, oh, I would have cut these, I would have brought it to a single album, and now I, I like basically all of it. The only song I don't like is... Uh, the player hater one. Me too. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a joke kind of song. Exactly. Uh, other than that, bro. Like, but the Jay Z one, like, I gotta be listening to the whole album. I don't just throw it on. You don't just throw on by itself. Like, it's not in my shuffle. But if I'm listening to the album, it is fire. And obviously, that verse right there that you just played is fire. It's 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 crazy. You're right, because now I didn't like this when I was a kid. Of course, I was too underground to like this. No, this is fire. And now I like that. I didn't that love. What about this one? I would maybe cut this too. I might still stick with cutting this. 
Yeah, I never love this one. I just don't love the beat. Like, it's just not a great. Now, wait, listen to the first. Can we put this over a different beat? Let's see. Not even the hook. The hook is kind of whatever. Yeah, I don't love the hook either. The hook's not good. It, the hook is from the sample. Oh, check out the verse. Oh, yeah. This will work on anything. You see what I'm saying? Syph, this should... Yo, by the way, we should make this a project to remix that because that could be really good. Bro, I got it. I got this software that can like kind of like take the acapellas out of things. Have you seen those things yet? Yeah, I've heard about. But they might even exist. Let's, I wonder if it exists. Biggie, another one. Hey, remember another. we maybe remember we had a contest for an intro for this show. We started playing the intro last week. It played again this week. Don't you worry. Oh, so it's, it played. It's, it's put in. It was it, yeah. It's it's in po it was in post. <laughs> um, Biggie. Remember when I used to do a radio show with you? Yeah. And I would get these random week-long coughs. Yeah. Oh, Remember those yes. good old days? So annoying. When I laugh or try to speak loudly, I start coughing. Yep. Oh, my God. It was so... Yeah, I, it's back. It's back? It's back, Guess baby. who's Bizak, baby? All right, let's see if this works. Hold on. Time to explain your game is see-through. There Sex it is. is lethal. I ain't gonna lie means to get you back. I ain't gonna try... So we should have our listeners now, make a remix. Now, Okay, so now there's a thing you could do because that record, I believe, is... Like a lot. It's like 110. 118, okay. I believe it's 118, so half of that is what? Uh, 59. Boom. You can even do. You can even trap it out if if you wanted to. Yo, that's a tight. Yo, let's see. Maybe Slumber Logic or 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 DJ Raw Shark. We know he's up for it. He sent about 15 different intros, so... Yeah, but I, I would. That's a, that's a good one. But besides that, and you know what else I thought? I gotta tell you this. I know, I know, we're not allowed to listen to this anymore. What? No, come on, bro. Oh. But the funny thing is now, because of R. Kelly being done, we own on the radio. They always played the Ashanti Unfoolish, right? And I'm like, no, man, like it's not the same. No. It's not the same as this version. It, it's Biggie's rapping on this. Yeah. Is that bad that I still listen to this? I don't I don't care. I'm listening to it. No, I listen, I don't I don't you're you're one of those fucking liberal fucktards that No, I, I I I I well there's public and there's private. Private I, I public would I go on the radio and be like, yo man, I love listening to R. Kelly. No, I'll be honest, I would not say that. Have in the in the time over the last couple of years, have I ever at any point still listened to R. Kelly songs? Yes. Let I me have. tell you something. If I was a young R&B singer right now. Go ahead. If I was a young R&B singer right now, I would go and take 15 R. Kelly bangers. Yep. And I would cover them. I would cover them. I would make the music a little more modern, but still keep that feel. Yep. Oh, he's coughing again. And I would, and I would do a cover album. Never say R. Kelly covers. Just legally, you don't get the publishing, right? But he had so many hit songs. Maybe you gotta tweak a couple of the words or something. But he had so many. Matter of fact, you know, obviously you've seen me going through my record collection, right? Yeah. 
So I started on R and B because R and B was right by the door, and it wasn't allowing the door to open all the way. So, you had so to I was start like, there. let me let me let me knock this wall out so I can open the the door to get all this shit out of the basement. So R and B, I've been going through it, and I forgot there was an era where R and B, where R Kelly wrote and produced tons of other people's shit. And I remember it's because he needed money for court or something like that. His first time in court. Right. So there's all I found all these songs that I forgot about. Some groups that are unknown that never had anything else. They just had one, you know, they might have been on the same label as him, so they had like a R. Kelly joint. Like JS Ice Cream. No, JS Ice Cream is actually a dope ass song. No, it is a great song. Dope That's song. um that was uh Ronald Isley's girlfriend. <laughs> right. A group called ATL. There's four kids. Oh, I remember ATL calling all girls. Yup, play that real quick. You got it? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't even remember it until I saw it. How y'all doing? Come on. I love playing this out. I would play this out. ATL. Dave Mack. Kels. We up in here. Uh. See, but yo, I love, I can always spot R. Kelly writing. Hold on, play it. No, you want to keep hearing it? Play the verse. Let's hear We're talking to you. Anyways, our podcast has now been canceled. Nah, you can't cancel us. We're we're not even. Yeah, no one uh, no one likes. So there's two ways to not get canceled. You can't yeah. get canceled if you're too popular. You also can't get canceled if you're too unpopular. Right. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of unpopular, Uh Billy June, Billy uh, June, Billy June, Billy June across America. <laughs> Billy June. So what's going on with all this drama? You you people, I'm talking about you people. You people have no idea the type of text messages we get throughout the week. Guys. Billy June panicking, going. <laughs> yeah, well, I panicked so much that I fucked up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, Saif, let me give you, Saif, because I know you didn't look once. You've never looked at the Discord. I think you maybe typed. I looked at it a couple once. times. So Billy June is sending us these text messages like, guys, it's getting out of control. Please. Some guy's giving out links. So we said, hey, Billy, listen, man, if someone's disrespecting, you're, you're telling them not to give out links, they're giving out links, fuck it, do what you got to do, bruh. Like, it is what it is. It's all good. So then I go, in, I go and check in on this Discord, and it's in shambles. And by that, I really just mean there's about two people going crazy because Billy June kicked out the guy who was giving out links to old episodes. Kick, kick them out of what discord yes and and okay, you can do that he, yes he asked him respectfully no we need to all right so billy right. i ha- i hand you what i hand you the floor please make please tell us in a concise and understandable way before we even start i want to say and peter i hope you will say it also because maybe it'll make things better i apologize for fucking up 
and to our most loyal listener since the beginning, Big Homie. Well, hold on. I'm not going to apologize. I didn't fuck up. I was standing with my guy, Billy June. Apparently, I know, but you now that up. you're now that you're about to find out that I fucked up and you went in based I on got what a, you thought. I got an idea. Spit it out. Yeah. How about what that? the fuck happened, Billy June? So I guess I guess not everybody. Not I guess not. I guess just what happened. They Saturday, were, Saturday, May the 17th. Yeah, they we're <laughs> posting these like messages that said like, oh, well, because they didn't give us fucking Patreon this week, I'm just going to go on a website that streams audio and give you a season one banger because fuck them and da da da. And I was getting mad about it. OK, OK. So you guys said, why don't you get their emails so that we can discuss this with them? Yep. So Re- I asked, reach out to them. Both people said, am I getting sued? Or one of them said that, and I said no. But I thought that me saying, like, I need your email based on the messages you're posting, and then I deleted the messages off the thing, I thought that was seen as like a, oh, I shouldn't be doing this again. Because I deleted it off the main page, and then I messaged them directly. Okay. But I didn't actually say... Stop doing it. I it don't was a, know. What's your email? We happening. need to discuss it. Uh, Saif, I'm going to try to translate through the shit. How that- can you not understand something that seems simple? Because I didn't directly say in there, by the way, this is why I deleted your comments. So you never told them, hey, do not post other episodes, please. That is a problem for Saif and Rosenberg. I said, hey, we need to discuss you guys posting this stuff. What's your email? And then I deleted the things off the actual page, but I never directly said All right. it. So, okay, go ahead. So, so then happened? they did it again, and I probably should have given them an actual warning before I banned so- them. And then when I unbanned them, one of them didn't care because I apologized to him directly, and one of them before I could you apologize. Banned them from what? From Discord? Yeah, when I did okay. unban them. One of them I apologized to instantly, and they didn't care and was just a little confused. And the other one, who's big homie, who's the biggest supporter since day one, reread all the messages and said, fuck Billy and fuck Peter. I'm out here. I'm out. And he blocked us and said he's never going to listen again. So now I feel bad. Wow. I, I still don't even understand, which is crazy. Okay. Well, first of all, was Big Homie posting old episodes of One App? Yes. Okay. So, is that's the guy that was pissing you off? Yes. But yes. Billy never actually warned him. He just asked for his email address. He never said. And I just kept deleting the messages. He deleted messages and asked for his email. He never actually contacted him and said, "Hey, dude, okay, can you please stop doing that?" So why don't you email him now and explain it? I did. Okay, and no response yet. So um, that's why I'm, I'm you email listening last night. Oh, well, okay. Give oh, him a minute. Give him a minute, bro. It was Sunday. Listen, he, does, he blocked us on Discord and he left the room. So it's not like I can. He can block. Directly. He can block a Discord room. Or mess or, or he blocked me. Okay, well, then I guess I now have to apologize. <clears throat> um, Let me look up the. Uh, so, so what's the song by Don Penn? Who, who's the sorry song by? 
Sorry is uh yes, Don Pen Oh shit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh no. This is a, This isn't it. That, that's a different version. No, it's not Don Penn. Don Penn is no no no. Yeah. Come on, right. sorry. Is it there? There we go. Nope, that's not it. That's it. All right. Thank you. Who's that by? It's by Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown, that's right. Okay, so I would just like to say. Here we go. I would like to say this. I am sorry that I trusted Billy June. That was a mistake. No, no, I'm not saying I won't trust him again. But in this specific situation, I just went full on. I'm riding with Billy June. Fuck the world. Mm. And that was, in this case, a huge error. Because now we've kicked a man out, saddened him, hurt him. And I quote, is this a warning? If so, I don't understand. But after reading your comments, Rosenberg Radio and Billy June, I'm out. Imagine treating your diehard fans like that. Thank, thanks and love to the people that held me down in the room. So okay, you well, never you never sat, hey, buddy, I know you're a diehard fan, but it's really disrespectful to post old episodes of Wanna because we're trying to keep those tight. We're trying to build back a popular audience and podcast so that we can release all this old gold in a great, in a like a more organized fashion. Yes, even though no one has faith that we're going to do that, which I understand, it's still our choice to get to oh, be able I, to do that. So, so I apologize. Wow. Yeah, so, but you still, I'm, I'm still confused because he still did something wrong. Like he did something wrong, and you're apologizing. Well, he, he, he I guess he could argue he didn't know he did something wrong. Still, it's still wrong though. Yeah, I mean, we ne- if we never expressly told people, hey, please don't share bootlegs of old episodes in the Discord, then is it technically wrong? I don't know. I mean, he was doing it somewhat maliciously, right? Well, yeah, Billy June, you're making it sound like he was kind of like, since they're not posting, fuck them. He did write that, basically. Yeah, he was. He was, saying, he was being mean about it. So, I he mean, was being a meanie. He was being a meanie, and then you were being a schmidiot, and here we are. So chopped up of my message and he wrote there's no warning so wow so how did you just figure that mean there's no warning because he didn't billy didn't say anything he didn't actually say anything he just said give me your email what what was the email you sent him last night i sent him a message on patreon read it read it to me read it to me there we go because this is going to be another layer of fuckness you think so yeah Hey, big homie, I'm really sorry I wasn't detailed enough on the reason for your email address. I should have explained myself, and I realized my fuck up and apologize. Please come back to the Discord in the Patreon. This is 1,000% my fault, and I feel bad. And in that email, you still don't say the reason. Well, because he read all the comments. It is. It's our fault. It is our fault. I'm taking the L. There's also the most comments on the disc on our Discord in 48 hours. So now, what's all the comments on Discord? What are they saying? 
Oh, it was. They were going after everybody. Well, why? no, no. Who, for, hold on, hold on, why? hold on, Saif. Let me jump in again. They going after everyone. There are basically two people mm-hmm. in the Discord who yeah. say nasty shit and are angry. Yeah. And then they got all crazy on some free big homie hashtag free big homie. They're making they gifts. The flyers too. They're, and I'm like, okay. I mean, regardless, you you caring about this way too much. I mean, okay. Someone Billy. made one of those quote some quote pictures with clouds that said ban them all, Billy, and it had Rosenberg's <laughs> name on it. And then someone made a someone made a a, a tombstone that said R.I.P. Get big homie because of the narc billy june the, and how do they know he was banned because i basically said to them it don't they were like we're gonna start doing that now too and i went be respectful otherwise you're gonna get banned like them and then they went you, you, you ban them and then they flipped out <laughs> if i didn't say anything no one would have known all right no, also no one knows and no also knows still anything. still no one knows I mean, hey, bro, hey, bro, can you do us a favor and not post old episodes of Wanda because we're trying to save those. That's all. That's all it's to relaunch. I'm also, but, but also you did it anyway. Uh, the five people that got an old episode of Wanda, congrats. Like, what is the big deal? What is the big deal? He got it from some other service that has it. Yeah, out they're there out somewhere. there. It's not like he found it on his own. So him and his friend have them all collectively on their computers. Uh, but but people have them all. Like yeah, a lot of people have them all. Back then. Yeah, everyone has like, them. It wasn't streaming like it is now. It was downloadable. Yeah, I know. So and they're spreading it amongst each other. It's fine. So listen, the bottom line is this. Oh, it wasn't fine though. That's what we were trying to say. It's not. Yeah, hey, can you cut it out, bro? That's it. Otherwise, not that. <laughs> I fucked up. Okay. So, um, this is hilarious. Hopefully, that hopefully these people who are upset about it, the three people who care, can tell Big Homie, and he can come back. Because bring Homie on the show. Has someone Big- said that? Someone did make a suggestion that we should bring Big Homie on. What can we get his phone number? Is his phone number? Text him, email? Right, email him right now, and say important. And then in the thing, be like, Siphon Rosenberg want to have you on one app in the next hour. Are you around? And send the link. I have to find the email, but I'll try. All right. Go ahead, Billy June. Goodbye. So. Uh, so, wonderful week of hip-hop, yeah? Wonderful week of hip-hop, so yeah? Biggie, Biggie got a lot of love this week, man. It was it was beautiful to see, actually, man. Empire State Building lit up for Biggie. Yep, with the crown. Uh, Pretty tight. Did he get, like, the key to the city? Oh, it's Biggie. Uh, it's Biggie Day. May 21st, from now on, New York City declared. That's pretty which cool. Is fucking awesome. He would have been 50 years old. Now, is Buster same birthday? Day before. Day before is Buster's birthday. I, I felt, I, I'm not going to lie, so I felt a little bad. I wasn't invited to Buster's birthday celebration. It looked like a lot of fun. Or or the Biggie Gala. Nothing, neither. Bro, we are irrelevant. We are relics. Dead as a doornail. But I just hung with Little C's. He didn't tell you, like, yo, you should really be at this gala. 
nothing. Like, by the way, Fat Joe was there. You- no, Fat Joe is Fat Joe is uh, Biggie's brother. So you're not Biggie's brother, okay? But you were still around. I mean, Little Kim and Little C's. I mean, Little Kim really threw the gala. I'm not. I'm not on her mind at all. I used to DJ for her, but she doesn't. Wait, you shit. hold on. This is big though. You did used to DJ for Little Kim. I DJ for her back in the day. <laughs> People don't know that. <laughs> they don't. People don't know that. I'm glad you should. So no, the biggie, the biggie celebration was very cool and happy birthday to Busta. Um, yeah, Busta. Where was Busta shit? I, well, I don't know because I wasn't invited. Was it L.A. or was it New York? No, it was definitely in New York. Uh, definitely yeah, in New York because I could tell by the people there, they were like, "All right, who, whoever really, whoever really loves hip hop, who matters, who even has a modicum of importance, they should be invited." Yeah. Now nah, we're not on any publicist lists, any party organizers list. We're not on any of that shit. I don't. Understand. And it's fine. You know what, Sife? It's fine. We have plenty. We have did plenty. You see the, did you see the new drink champs about to come out? Uh, no. I saw a clip yesterday. It's uh, Black Star at Dave Chappelle's house, private jet to Ohio for Black Star and Dave Chappelle. Yes, yeah, I'm really happy for them, man. That's cool. It's good, man. I'm glad. You know, if anyone should interview Black Star, it's not us. It's it's an, it's someone. It's Nori, and it's not us. Why would we interview Black Star? No, we can't. I mean, we don't know any of those guys anyway, so it makes sense. Well, yeah, you never even see them or have a relationship with them. So, what's the why? That I totally respect that. <laughs> I I wonder I wonder if like I I understand time is precious. You know, time is the only real commodity in the life. And I always I always try to do any podcast I could do cuz I understand the relevance of asking people to do your podcast and it's hard to get people. Like if I go to these towns to do comedy shows and some DJ wants to do a podcast, I I always try hard to do it, you know? I can't do every single one, but you try. Like like I I don't I guess I'm just different than everybody, man. Like Yes, Drink Champs is way bigger. Yes, 100%. But our relationship and our fan base or format to the show would fit better for most different Talib Kweli for many different reasons. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course it would. But we're not hot. We're not hot, but that's what, but, but that's what I'm saying. Even though we're not hot, it still fits better. People don't care about fits better. But you would think two artists would because they don't go with the norm. That's why they're not streaming on Spotify and all this shit. I listen, I, I I'm 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 just working on being able to let go. You know, I really don't generally like 
you know that unlike you, I don't enjoy motivational clips and like Gary V Instagram posts. Like that's not my bag, right? It, it can annoy me. But one came up on my, one came up the other day on my feed mm-hmm. that I really liked. Yeah. He, where he talked was it about, about Stella getting her groove back. No. Oh. It was about, it was about not having competition because the world Gary is, v? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I was, like that one. I don't know my competitor's name. Yeah, and at first it sounds like you're being too, like he's being a dick, but then as it goes on, it's like, no, it's because there is no competition because the world is bountiful and and everyone can have. So why have competition, right? So I'm just trying to get to a place of not caring. Like being happy with the bounty that we have, you know? The fact of the matter is, like 500 and whatever we have, 570 people who pay for the Patreon every month. I mean, now 569, thanks to Billy June losing us, one of our hardcore original day one fans. I'm grateful that that many people say, hey, I want to contribute to your show. And I and I wonder, and I think about this often, if we decided to make this a full-time gig where we do, let's say, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at this time, right? Like, Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we did 9 to 11. Like, it's a radio show. Boom, boom, boom. You're getting a radio show every week. Guests, shit talk, whatever, music, ba 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 ba. Who knows where we could go to? Oh, I know where we could go to. Where? Nowhere? Top. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I mean, listen, there is a factor when I'm talking about this Black Star thing. There is a factor of us being on top of it. You know, they would say yes if we asked if we can go to Ohio and also get an interview. They would say yes. Um, You think they would? Well, that's on you because I've literally been asking you about getting a Chappelle in some way for five years. Yes, it's 100 percent. And I get no every single time. So it's like I've given up. But you've re- have you really outright asked? Yes. Oh, mind you, he says yes. He says yes. He says yes. Yes. But then what happens? But then there's nothing that happens. You you don't know about the Dave Chappelle matrix. It's a it's a crazy matrix. But but because I'm always disappointed, I am gonna admit that I missed like Billy June, I fucked up. I am gonna admit that. Because I know the Dave Chappelle Matrix, I just fell into it and didn't put two and two together that he's putting out an album on the service that he owns with some guys that we know and love that basically are the guys that introduced me to Chappelle. I should have been more on top of it and asked. But from what I know of most Dev, from what I know of Dave Chappelle, they don't do interviews. So now I see Nori is on top of these things. Nori's on top of it. Well, and and Nori doesn't have the same, like, concern about seeming, you know, annoying. He's not going to worry about it. Right. He's just going to go for it. But Nori also is a great guy and shows up with gifts and brings you things. And, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you can't go to Miami and not meet with him and be treated well and go to the best restaurants and da-da-da-da-da. So... 
You know, we don't do any of that. We don't play the game. But we, on the other side, we're like, hey, our credit should be good. Talib Kweli. Our credit should be good with Talib Kweli. We've had him on the show many times. We talk regularly. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. I reached out to him around my album and trying to go on his podcast, and I got ghosted. So it is what it is. Scythe, you're really depressing me. I I wasn't even coming in in a mood today. Sorry. And now you're making you you've made me sad today. All right, talk about something fun. We have Billy June. We have Billy June who's sending our listeners away. We we're talking about getting more listeners, but we have Billy June kicking listeners out. And now I got you telling me depressing stories. Um, I was just gonna say about uh, you said the week in hip hop. Yeah. Did we last week talk at all about the Brandy Jack Harlow? No. What is that? Okay. Um, Wait, let me. While you're looking for that, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Have you been listening to Kendrick? Uh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't been, listened again. I haven't been playing it through over and over. I listened to it through like three times, and now I just kind of like hit different. I'm joints. feeling like it was a great movie that I watched, but I don't really want to watch it again. That was a criticism people had. Really. Yeah, they were like, is it really that great if if that's the way you view it? And I look at it as some albums are albums you just want to sit and rock to regularly. Some you want to come back and visit periodically. Interesting. So what happened with Jack Harlow? I don't know if I, I, I don't see the audio. It doesn't matter. Jack Harlow, we had him up on the show and he was on Whitish Wednesday. And at the end of Whitish Wednesday, after we play white music, Shawnee will play a few black records. And I said right away, to, I, I, like, I'm, I said to him, I think, I'm like, bro, this is, the, this is the dangerous part for people like you and me. Because no one cares if Shawnee or Ebro knows white records. It only matters if the white guys in hip-hop don't know black records. That's all that matters. like classic black records? It depends. Shawnee was trying to keep it something Jack would know. You know, so he kept it um, kind of like he played dead prez hip hop. He kept it like later. Okay. You know, he played and this is very random. And I would say this was not a good choice. Generally, he played this song and you tell me you'll recognize it quickly. I'm guessing, but I don't know. We'll see if our what our audience says. I love this song, but. I wouldn't knock someone necessarily for not recognizing it. Oh, I love this song. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I, I love this song. So for me... Angel in Disguise. That's right. By who? Brandy, produced by Rodney Jerkins. Love this song. It's one of my favorite songs. Still I love you. An angel has always been thought. So it's a great song. Yeah. He didn't recognize it. And How old is he? 24 he was okay. born literally like the moment it came out basically okay yeah he didn't recognize it so we start giving hints we give a hint that's like her brother made other people really famous right ebro then i think jumps in and goes her brother had a pop and sex tape and jack goes who's ray j's sister Oh, I did hear this. 
He goes, who's Ray J's sister? Yeah. And we're like, what? Brandy. And he goes, Brandy and Ray J are siblings? <laughs> I, 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 he said, I, no one's ever told me this. And we start laughing and we're like, oh, they're going to, people are going to drag you for this, blah, blah, blah. And he's, he's laughing and is like, damn. And I don't think any of us thought much more of it beyond right. that. Like right. that was, oh, funny. wait, did you, uh oh, did you big homie him? <laughs> no, no, no. Other people tried to big homie him. So, so then. It starts moving around. We drop it the next week, and it starts moving around the internet. Yeah. And, bro, people were using this as a reason to, like, no, no, fuck Jack Harlow. What? Yes. And so, and then, listen, it turned out fine. I don't care about what happened as, as far as I go. But I stupidly felt a sense of obligation because it was our game to, like, say something. So oh. I tweet, guys, this really isn't that deep. Not knowing that Brandy and siblings is not that deep. It's not like he said, it's not like he said he didn't know who James Brown was. Okay. Right. Like he's a rapper. Okay. He's a rap. I, it has, I don't think it has anything to do with white. He's young. And, I'm sure. Now, listen, maybe if he was the same age in black, maybe he'd know. Maybe he wouldn't. Who knows? I guess the real thing that oh, we you go ahead, I'm sorry. We, I guess the real thing that we learned is is that there are people who are ready to get Jack Harlow up out of here just because they're sick of him being this cool white boy making these kind of rap records. That's how I take it. Y'all were looking for anything. You just wanted anything. So, but Sife, the crazy thing is after I defended him, and I was being yeah. kind of tongue in cheek about it. It wasn't like I was getting angry. Yeah. When I, yo. The amount of people that came after me, verified blue checks, just telling me blatantly, shut your fucking white mouth. Shut the fuck oh, up, white yes. boy. Oh, yo, you got my you got my message. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, you're white. Shut the fuck up. I was like, all right, I'm just I've made a mistake here. I should not have said I wasn't the one who was gonna be able to bail Jack out of this. <laughs> it was yo, not me. Pussy, yo. You should write back to every one of those people. Yo, suck my dick. Is that you think that would play well? No, you got to hit him with the, I'm white? Oh, fuck, I didn't even know. You know Brandy responded too, right? What'd Brandy say? Yes, I do. I will work this dude and rap at 43 on his own beats and then sing his ass to sleep with a spade emoji. He didn't say he didn't know who she was. I know. He just said he didn't know she was Ray J's sister. What's wrong with that? Wow, this game is fucked up. And then up. she said, see, I can have a little fun too, a hard emoji. No, no, Sife, an and hour later, an hour later, she wrote, see, I can have some fun, LOL. She was not having fun. She was dead ass. Yeah, she was dead ass. And somebody was like, uh, what are you doing? So I was like, can you calm down? Yeah, that's such a blatant, oh, I got busted. I was just having a little fun too. She wrote a nah, hat. Bitch. <laughs> nah, bitch, busted. <laughs> Um, I just don't understand, like, how people took this so seriously. Like, if he didn't know who Brandy was at all, then I, I would understand that being like, wow, really? But he absolutely knew who Brandy well, who was. Who gives a fuck about Brandy and Ray J? That's, Sife, that's the part that I was like, this is not as important culturally as you're saying it is. But, uh, yeah, because he knows who 
Brandy is. He Correct. Knows who Ray J is. Correct. Done. Done. That's it. He didn't. He was like, I don't know who Brandy. I, don't, I never watched Moesha. I never heard of it. Wait a minute. Hold on. That's crazy. That's funny. They're going after him. And then now, but that's what I'm saying. That's why a lot of people don't want to do radio because look what happens when they do. Is he was he mad at you? Did no, you no, he him? didn't give a fuck. He, he I wrote reached out to him. He wasn't tight at all. So, so let me tell you about him. He's probably he probably been schooled. You know what? Yeah, he probably been schooled. For a, a, he probably had long, long talks with drama and everybody about how you're gonna get all this white boy shit. And where's he from? He's from where is he from? The Midwest? Louisville. Bro, he's used to this shit. He he was rapping around all these fucking southern black dudes. He's used to it. He got it. He seems like a confident dude. He's a very confident dude. He's he's I seen him swing with the best. I saw a little clip with him and Charlemagne. He was held his own. What 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 did Charlemagne try to do? It wasn't bad. It was something about um I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. Was Charlemagne trying him though? No, 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 no. It was it was like a little light thing. It was on a TikTok clip. It was like um, I don't remember. Sorry, because I definitely uh, I definitely, I definitely felt like Charlemagne. This was the exact time that Charlemagne would try to say something to trip him up. Maybe, maybe I don't know when that interview was. I'm assuming it's around the same time. It was the same. It was the same week. Album. Wait. So, did you speak to him afterwards? Um, to Jack. Yeah. Yeah, I I messaged with him. Okay. Yeah. Then he's used to. Remember that white girl from Portland? I was working with a little bit. Not working with, but I was just trying to get some light to win, send a win. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've had so many long talks with her about you're gonna get this, you're gonna get white girl this, white girl that. I'm like, just who gives a fuck, man? Just push through that shit. <laughs> you too. Yeah, I mean You can't take that shit. Who gives a fuck, man? You take it too personal. You should be writing back. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm a comedian, so I don't give a fuck. My biggest TikTok ever. The biggest one that has like over 600,000 was a quick little tiny joke where I was at a Dave Chappelle show in Foxwoods. Matter of fact, the camera, my boy couldn't even get to the crowd to film me, so he just filmed the TV screen backstage. So it's a little, you know, blurry. Like has that TV buzz, you know what I mean? Okay. And I go, hey man, is that your, uh, is that your white girlfriend? And he goes, wife. And I go, oh, is that your white wife? He goes, just wife. And I pause and I go, do you not know she's white? Gets a big laugh. That's it. That's the whole clip. It's just like a funny little. I put it on TikTok when it first came out and then I re-released it. And it just caught everybody saying I'm a racist. Would you say that if he was black? If the woman was black, you're a racist. You're not even black or white like that. I wrote back to every single comment with a joke, with something, with a smart remark and got so much engagement. And then the people that fuck with me are laughing. You know what I mean? Like it was like a big thing. 
Who gives a fuck? No, man? that's the, the the real the real key is to not move scared. I do agree with you about that. The key yeah. is to not move scared. You got to just move with comfort and believe There's in yourself. Serious issues in the world about race. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is not one of them. Right. I don't know your fucking crackhead sister either. <laughs> um, Saif, whatever happened to Lord Jamar? Yeah, he, he danced around the situation. Did you tell him what the situation was? Yes. And what happened then? It went it went dark on me. No offense. I mean, uh, bad choice of words. Whew. We'll get him. We'll get him. Culture vulture. He didn't. <laughs> Yo, by the you way, you should run with culture I know, vulture. I know. I, we've talked about this. You um, remember there was like a um, wasn't there like a Looney Tunes character that was a vulture? Was there like a Looney, a ca- old cartoon? And it was like a like buzzard. I think it was a buzzard. You said this to me recently. You you think that you think that if I like called my next, you think if I called my next album Culture Vulture, maybe not the album. Bad idea. You should do a song. a song. You should release a single, not connected to an album. You should release a single, get some of your friends to rap about how you're a culture vulture. It would be fucking hilarious. Like what? T- telling made you up should, stories of, about go, me? You should fucking go. You should. You should go online. I'm gentrifying hip hop. I'm the culture vulture. You should do an ad like like a like a real estate agent. <laughs> Come down to culture vultures. Oh, Billy June! Billy June just sent me the 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 guy. You okay. want to see see him? I'll show you in the room here. Bi- guy? Who, Billy says this should guy? be Billy says this should be my new logo. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you asked. I sent it to both of you. You said, "What's the guy's name?" I found it. Beaky Buzzer from Looney Tunes. Beaky, Beaky buzzard. buzzard. Yeah, just call him culture vulture. Your Beaky buzzer is culture vulture. I have to just decide. I have to. You're right, though. You got to lean into it. Bro, because what is it? Who are these people? Culture vultures. Bro, we should change our, We should not change our name of the show, but we should go with that. The culture vultures. Do like a, we'll do like a, uh, we should get leather jackets. We should get leather jackets, but like cheap ones, like fake leather. Get get it painted on the back, culture vultures. <laughs> we fucking, like, do like a do like a Ramones album cover. <laughs> um, there was another uh, hip hop thing from. What's going on in the week of hip hop? There was another thing I wanted to talk to you about besides the Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow doesn't know who fucking Ray J is. Racist son of a bitch. Jack Harlow's fine. Is he good, that kid? A good rapper or a good person? Both. Definitely a good dude. Solid rapper. I, I think he's a really good rapper. I think his album is a little too... I like it, but I find it to be like he went a little too Drakey commercial with it. Yeah. But th- oh, that was something Charlamagne said. It was something to do with Drake. Oh, a Drake song got leaked? Yes. That's what it was. That's what Charlamagne was talking about with him. Um, yeah, bro, come on. He's in the Drake. You know what I mean? Like, he's a he, he, Drake's been popping for how long now? 
over 10 years? Yeah, over 10 years. So you're 24 now. You're 12 when Drake comes out. Like, you're in. So he starts you're his al- in. He starts his album just like on the last album. He always starts with some good rap shit. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Uh, you know what I mean. A long way from Bars Town. I'm on the charts now. Used to have the same drive. You in park now. Whip got to upgrade. The tent's dark now. The same ones that used to fade. I'm in their hearts now. Talk of the town, talk of the town. Now you got to reach out to Chris to talk to me now. Ironic how Who's I'm Chris? who they miss. They target me now. Try and be next to me, but I give them Destiny's Child. That's... Am I the realest? Okay, I feel it. That's fire. So it's really dope. but And, and then That's as it goes on, flip. it's... That's a dope flip. Which part? The no, 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 no. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Slow down like that? That's yeah. kind of hot. Here's his Pharrell joint. And I know you just hate to sit. Can't imagine being you who I hate to be. Faking humble, acting like I ain't conceited. Cause bitch, I am conceited. You know you can't defeat it. Your girl's a fan of me, in fact, I'm what a fantasy is. Dugging out the party, we can't let the camera see us. I'm with a movie star, ooh, young camera dis. I'm with a movie star, ooh, young Angelina. And I know they say all type of things about this type of life. Huh. <laughs> well, ask yourself, are they right? Right. Cause we can do this every night. So, Saif, I remember what the other thing is now. Um, Chad Hugo interview. Oh yes, Laura Styles and I interviewed Chad Hugo. Ebro was supposed to be there, but he had an appointment and he couldn't get back in time. So it was just Laura and I. It's up on YouTube, and it's gotten a lot of conversation. Um, Spark some convo. Yeah, and it's interesting. The comments really range between "This is the worst interview I've ever seen" and. Wow. This is great, but okay. I, I mean, okay. I I'm surprised that people are saying they think it's great. Add a little excitement to your. Um, I I didn't think it was great. Sif, I knew Chad was an a different kind of dude, but like, it was very hard to talking to him was just a little tough. Yeah, I guess that's the only way I can put it. I tried my best, and I, I kind of wish yeah, I did a better there, job. Man. He's out there. Here, let's, you can hear a little bit. Here you go. Every single record, every single remix, everything that you guys have done throughout the years and continue to support you to this day. Wow. Jeez, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I, you know, it's just uh, always been an event to be a part of recording music and having the 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 vibes in the room and and celebrate the music you know just like getting together at the club and and uh, being at the studio and just vibing off stuff that that was like the interest my interest of just seeing people of all walks of life get together and and enjoy music and share the moments and you know what i mean so how did it how did it start we, we know you and pharrell have known each other since forever in virginia yeah. beach like do you what was literally the first day that Chad Hugo met Pharrell Williams. Do you remember the first day? The first day? Uh, yeah, we were enrolled in this school called the Gifted and Talented. I think 
we were also at this place called Kemp's Landing Middle School, seventh grade, but I didn't really know Pharrell, but um, when our parents enrolled us at the school, um, I was taking jazz Sife, it should be noted, this is a better part. Pharrell was on percussion, and we just started talking about- It's a better uh, part. Uh, experimenting with the 808 sounds using a, a realistic highball mic and mm -hmm. feedback and this and that. So just like that, like this, like this is crazy, man. You got like all this gear and like broadcasting it. Like, oh shit, I used to dream about this stuff, you know, watching TV and. Is that like, what it's your like mind a spaceship. Was like? like, you guys are in a spaceship here, man. This is like it a really freaking is. spaceship. <laughs> Woo! Wait, did you grow up in a musical household? <laughs> like, did any of your parents, you know, play instruments or sing? So it was just yeah, it was like a, a piano. All Filipinos sing. Oh, that's a thing. Oh my God, bro. You know how many times I've been at the family house and like literally like Broadway show tunes just break out. I remember the first time, I remember the first time I was at like a family function and they just started hitting the piano and hitting like songs from Rent and fucking Cats. And I was like, what's happening? And my wife was like, what, what do you mean? And I'm like, this is what's happening right now. Why is this breaking out into songs? She goes, she's like, it's four, it's four o'clock. Like or some shit like. And you're like, you know, I, I know it's four o'clock, but why? You never you never seen that shit where Manny Pacquiao would do concerts after his fights? No, I remember that. Yeah, that's normal. That's normal. Um Oh, you know what? Wait, real sidebar, real quick. Do you know who the new president of the Philippines is? So remember back in the day, um, the Marcos, like Amelda Marcos and um whatever the other guy's name was, the president? Yeah. Their son is now president. You know what his name is? No. Bong Bong. <laughs> his pre it's like the RZA? Bro. <laughs> bong Bong. I said, yo. I was talking about it uh, with the in-laws and stuff, and I was like, uh, I said, yo, did the RZA do any of his promo campaign? His, his, uh, his um, uh, what do you call that shit when you're on the road? Uh, as a politician campaigning yeah did, did Rizzo do any of his campaigning and they're like what I said bong 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 <laughs> that is amazing love president bong bong um no no he's a he's a bad guy um, oh I hate president bong I don't bong. know if he, I don't know if he's a bad guy he's, oh I'm not family, sure how I feel about president stole, bong bong his family stole much 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 money from the Philippines anyway um yeah uh I think Chad Hugo on a Hot 97 interview is is pointless. I think Chad Hugo would have did great on a Juan Ep episode because we could we can dig into the nerd technical fucking he want all he wants to he knows nothing but notes and studio. You know what I mean? That's all he knows. So you think I would have been better off playing songs for him and then asking about them? What was the what was the point? What were you trying to do with him? What is he? What was he there for? I I'm sorry, that was the first thing I asked and couldn't get an answer on. Why did you say yes to the interview? Because it's Chad Hugo. I'm just like I mean, you didn't get a one sheet of what he was promoting. The, the one sheet was like Chad Hugo is a legend. Chad Hugo is he's going into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Okay, but it wasn't like sense. here's the project he's promoting or right. you know. Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, Chad is not Pharrell. You know what I mean? He's 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 musically gifted. The net a lot of the Neptune sound 
has to do with Chad also. Uh, Pharrell gets all the credit because he's the front man and the face of it. And not to say he alone, Pharrell does uh, amazingly. But I've been with Pharrell in the heyday. I saw Pharrell make the whole beat by himself, make the entire beat, and was like, yo, send this to Chad. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, why? It's done. And they would send it to Chad. They would Chad would send it back. And there was even drops, bro. Even like where this beat drops out, it was like musical. Like he had this way to of doing it. He was like an arranger, you know what I mean? And it did add to it. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was like, oh, I see why they sent it to Chad. But also, I've been with I've been I've had conversations with Chad, and he says nothing. Like. He's just in awe of everything. Was there, I mean, listen, and also I, I imagine that every, like every band, every partnership has strains at some point too. Like it's not always easy to maintain those relationships. You know, like I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure the Pharrell, when you're tied together with someone, it there are times that are hard. Yeah. And also when you're, when, when each person has different, goals different ideas different views like i mean like it's yeah it's like bro i travel as much as possible whenever i can and you don't right you know what i mean like right if we we're different right so if we were doing let's say one app took off and we were this was like our biggest breadwinner yeah. we would have different views of how to handle that correct you would be like we should be doing four shows a week and i'm like what we should do like four shows a year right exactly that's a hundred percent right Sometimes I was listening to Mark Maron's podcast the other day. <coughs> I can't believe how many shows these people do. Like you mean uh, live shows? Yeah, stand up. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like it's it's such an addiction. I don't know if you guys talk about the addiction part of it enough. Uh, yeah, it's talked about. It's talked about because like yeah, it's talked about because yeah. if you're Mark Maron at this point, you just can do whatever you feel like doing. I mean, he just sits home in his garage and makes money. Like it's, he's, he goes home to money, like Rico. Yeah, but you gotta understand why. The only reason why these people started a podcast is to get fans to do stand up. <laughs> right, right. Because they want. You know what I mean? Because they wanted to do stand up. That's the only a lot. Most comedians that do podcasts are for that reason. Most, not all, but most. Saif, by the way, speaking of comedians, a lot of openings at SNL. A lot of people well, leaving of people, right now. A lot of people left. A lot of people left. You know how I feel. I think you could be the old. Puerto Rican yeah. Leslie Jones. Nah, I'm not, that all of a I'm sudden people be like, why did they put like this random, not that young guy on the poo? Is it? I could see it. Nah, they, nah. It's not happening. How do you even get an audition? Uh, easy. Your management or your agent submits you. There's like a whole process. At a certain time of year, they put out the packet, the, the packet you need to um, uh, submit, or if you're if you're more just trying to be a performer, uh, they have all these auditions, like a lot of improv theaters and comedy clubs. You've never done it, no. And you wouldn't. Uh, I would, I would, but I'm not in the what they're looking for. How do you know? Because I know I used to hang out with the fucking head writer. Like, 
I'd sit with Che while he'd be getting all these SNL phone calls. Like, not what they're looking for. Like, Leslie Jones wasn't either. I think Chris Rock told them to hire her. Because they were getting all that backlash for not having any black people on the show. And they were like, we need young black improvisers. And Chris Rock was like, why don't you get Leslie Jones? You know, she's 50 and she's not an improviser. And they're like, uh, no. And they were like, he's like, yo, trust me. She's one of the funniest people. Like, put her on. And they did. And she worked out. They let the young, the young black improviser didn't work out that year or those two years, whatever. And now they let go. Now they're losing, I should say. Pete Davidson, A.D. Yeah. Bryant, Kyle Mooney. Yeah. And uh, Kate McKinnon. And did Chase say he's leaving? No. Oh, uh, Chase, Chase said he was leaving. I don't know. Maybe not. He he said that publicly before? Or are you randomly just we giving up? We were in public. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard that maybe he was changing something. Like maybe not going to do... I mean, I've heard him say every year he's going to leave and never left. So I don't know. Who knows? It's crazy. Michael Che is still young. 36, 38, 39. Like I heard him say his age on the on stage the other day. Oh, yeah, he just, his birthday is uh, was May 19th. It's the same as my uh, wedding anniversary. Pete Davidson... Interesting that he's leaving. I kind of felt like he was finally get kind of finding his voice on. Nah, man. He hates that shit. He just hates doing the show. You could tell, man. You could tell he hates that shit. Here, let's uh, let's. Here was Pete's final uh, weekend update thing. Here we go. Thanks. Hello, Colin and Che, and millions of people only watching to see if I bring up Kanye. <laughs> Yeah, Pete, you've, you've had a weird year. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I just, uh, I never imagined this would be my life, you know? I mean, look at me when I started here. Like, back then, I was just like a skinny kid, and no one knew what race I was. <laughs> and like, now everyone knows I'm white because I became hugely successful while barely showing up to work. <laughs> and like, look at me now, I'm aging like an old banana. And Colin still looks like the only Kennedy who doesn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Thanks. So, so are you officially leaving? Yeah, man. Lauren accidentally gifted me a sock, so I'm free. I don't get it. Has a lot changed since you started here? A lot has changed. In three years, uh, Fox News went from calling me a monster uh, for making fun of Congressman Dan Crenshaw's eye patch to also making fun of Dan Crenshaw's eye patch. <laughs> Tucker Carlson called him Eye Patch McCain. That's two veterans in one insult. Jeez, Colin, your dad's a dick. Uh, actually, Pete, I, I'm not related to Tucker Carlson. Well, I learn something new every day. But in fairness, though, uh, to what I originally said, because clearly it still bothers me, uh, I, what I was saying, I was simply making a joke about someone's appearance without realizing that the medical condition behind it was a sensitive issue, which is an SNL alumni tradition. He shows the Chris Rock Will Smith picture. Here, on one hand, I don't like that people think they could just run up on stage and hit a comedian. But on the other, it's how I know all my shows will now be sold out. <laughs> Pete, is there, is there anything you're going to miss about this place? Oh, yeah. Lauren, for sure. He's amazing. He's led us through the COVID era, even though the only time he wears a mask is at his eyes wide shut parties. 
Sure. Yeah. They got there. He, uh, he always gives the best advice, really. This is all true advice that Lauren's given me. Um, I'll never forget this. Uh, I called him and said, uh, when I got engaged, I said, Lauren, I just got engaged to Ariana Grande after dating for two weeks. And he said, oh, hold on for dear life. <laughs> it's a true thing he said. <laughs> and then I remember when I auditioned for SNL, he looked me right in the eye and said, I don't know, if, uh, I don't think you're right for this show. So let's screw this up together. <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. And that's why people who don't think I deserve this job shouldn't hate me since we have so much in common. Like, if anything, I should inspire hope, you know, like that literally anyone could be on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Seriously, you see a guy bumming cigarettes outside of 7 Eleven at 2 a.m., that's not some meth head. That's the next Pete Davidson. <laughs> well, I I'm going to miss you, Pete. Oh, well, thanks, Colin, even though I know it says that on your cue card. <laughs> You've been like an older brother to me in that, uh, you know, in the way that my mom openly loves you more than she does me. <laughs> and I appreciate SNL always having my back and allowing me to work on myself and grow. And, you know, thank you to Lauren for never giving up on me or, you know, judging me even when, like, everyone else was and for believing in me and allowing me to have a place that, like, I could call home with the memories that'll last uh, a lifetime. So thank you, guys. Keep <laughs> He actually seemed a little emotional there at the end. I mean, yeah, of course he is. That guy's, yeah, guys, they got a lot going on, man. It's, it's, it's. Crazy. I remember, I remember during, uh, I don't know, maybe six months, maybe a little more. I was listening to him on Howard Stern, mm -hmm. and he was in his mom. You know, he moved back to his mom's house to like lay low during COVID or whatever. Yeah. And he was having this long talk with Howard Stern about, uh, man, I'm done. I'm done with dating celebrities. It's, I don't know how I got into all this thing. It's too much. It's just, it's just, I just want to work on me. And like, you know, it's, it brings too much pain to my family. And then fucking, <laughs> and then he goes, the antithesis of that statement. Falls in love with the most famous woman on earth? Is she? Uh, I, she's up there. I mean, her, Madonna, Michelle Obama. Like, You're saying weird names. No? Did he get uh, her kid's nick? He got her kid's initials tattooed on him, right? That's the, I don't know. That's what they say. No, he did. He definitely did. I heard from his former manager, who's like a good friend of his. Well, listen, that's, he, no, so that's I, crazy. But here's the funny part. Remember, the the quote unquote falling out I had with him, yeah, was because he was mad that Complex was like over promoting when he did my show. He thought they were yeah. like expo, like I don't know, using what he said too much for. Promo, even though keep in mind, I'd already edited out all the bad shit that he said by just yeah. my own choice. Like, I just went in and was like, We're not going to use this, we're not going to use that. Yeah, to protect him. He got so mad about Complex promoting him that he literally stopped talking to me. Yeah. And, and then five minutes later, I'm not kidding, a day or two later, went public with Ariana Grande, and his yeah. whole life became nothing but paparazzi and like 
you were upset about Complex running a promo with an interview you did? It speaks See, to exactly what you said about him saying he wasn't going to date celebrities and then be with Kim yeah. Kardashian. See, you had to hit him right away, though. See, what you needed to do was... I did. You needed to act like... You needed to act like you were a guy in jail for selling weed, and then weed got decriminalized. <laughs> hey, I know you're mad at me for this thing, but now you're doing this thing, so does it really matter? You can't be mad at me anymore, right? It's it's it was truly. I guess it it does bum me out though. I bring it up pretty regularly because I really there was a real fondness I had for Pete. Like he, there's a. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, we were randomly for, you know, life is weird when you're an adult. You have, like, these moments, these ebbs and flows of relationships. Yeah. Like, do you ever look at your wedding photo, Sife, and go, who the fuck did I invite to this thing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even have any friends with these people anymore. Who the fuck yeah, is this? Crazy. Yeah. And and it's sort of the same thing. Like, for for that, for a moment in time, I really felt like we were tight. You were, we had we had one fun night together at that SNL after party. You were there too. Yep. And now, I'm and persona now non grata. Yeah, well. And we go full circle from the beginning of WANAP to the end. Sort of like I'm like big homie to Pete Davidson. I have an update. Oh, please, Billy June. Big homie responded, hey, it's all good, and don't worry about it. Not a big deal at all. We made the joy on, yo, you got to see the joy on Billy June's face. I yep. felt so bad. Wow, you're really Did you happy. Get Did you get him on the show? Work? Did you what? get his info? I, ha I emailed him. Billy June, say we'd like Listen. to comp him a couple of months of Patreon. Comp him. Let's, comp, let's comp him a couple months. Wait, hold Hello, on. Also, easy, I have easy. a nice. Uh... <laughs> don't say that yet. Don't say that yet. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Because remember, Billy doesn't know you. how to do that. Right. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do that. Don't, like, if Billy's going to pay $22 or whatever. <laughs> I have a room update for you. Oh, room update. Oh, no, it's it's a bad room update. Oh. Okay, let's take a look here. So my parents moved out of their Don't house. Don't tell us a story. Just I had show to us. take everything with me. Okay. You had to take it all with you. Now it's just bins and bins and bins. And it looks bins. the same to me, Ben, Billy. No, now there's literally just bins and bins of shit. It looks the same. It looks the same. I did find me. this. Oh, fuck Master Fleth Beanie. That's hot. And now watch. Now I could be like, watch, Billy, I'll give you 50 bucks for that hat. Nope. No, that's my hat. I I'm needed still this debating. bin. I offered him good money. Oh, take those tissues, throw it right on the ground. Right on the bed. Put them right, right on the bed. Right on the bed. Right on the bed. Why are you wiping your nose on camera? Get out of here. My nose is running. All right. Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> come over to uh, come over to Patreon. Our patrons love us. You'll love us too. Sign up. <laughs> How do they sign up for Patreon, Billy June? One Patreon.com slash one app is life. One app is w, life. I mean, w. I'm trying to spell it. I say W. J U A N E P. One app. One EP. Life. You guys should probably do Patreon before there's another. Right now. Uh, what do you want to Patreon it? right now? Catch you later, guys. Hit me up Instagram at Cypher Sounds. Follow me on TikTok. Get those numbers up. 
We appreciate the love and support, man. Hit we do love you life. guys. Reach out. And by the way, if you're a normal listener who's like on Patreon, but you never participate in the Discord, jump in the Discord because we need more normal people there. Please. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, oh, like nor- let's a, normalize the hoot. Discord. Yeah, it's a hoot. It's a hoot. That's all. That's right. See you on Patreon. <laughs>